With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From our iHeartRadio studios here in Tampa, Florida, this is Tampa Bay Tomorrow, highlighting the people and organizations that represent the best of the Bay Area. I'm your host, Ryan Gorman. In this episode, we're here to talk about the Road to Hope benefit concert. And joining us in studio are Sergeant Danny Barber, captain for the Law Enforcement United Riding Team. Also, Don Peters, who's been planning the benefit concert and... Sarah Jacobs, midday host extraordinaire <laughs> on US 1035, one of our Tampa iHeart radio stations. How's everybody? Good. Doing awesome. Great. Extraordinaire. Awesome. I like it already. <laughs> extraordinaire. Thank you all so much for being here. I think this is the first time I've been hosting the show for two years. I think it's the first time I've had a fellow iHeart radio Tampa host. <laughs> On this show with me. Good. so We're breaking the mold today. Breaking the Good. mold. We have a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about the event uh, coming up. And the reason that Sarah is on the show with us today is because she's going to be hosting uh, the event. So we're going to talk a lot about the event uh, during the course of the next half hour. But first, I want to talk about the Law Enforcement United riding team and the work that's being done uh, in for this in St. Pete and Pinellas County um, for law enforcement officials there. And let me bring you in, Sergeant. Uh, Barber here. Yep. Tell us a little bit about uh, you know what it is that you do, and then how you got involved in this. Well, I've been a police officer in the city of St. Petersburg since 1999. I grew up in St. Pete, so um, it was a natural fit for me once I get into law enforcement to go to the local agency and stay in my hometown. Um, in 2011, we had a tragedy. We had three officers killed in the line of duty within three weeks. Uh, close friend of mine, Tom Batinger and Jeffrey Yazowitz, were uh, killed in the line of duty and. We just had the anniversary of their passing on January 24th, and it happened January 24th, 2011. And three weeks later, David Crawford was also killed in the line of duty on February 24th. So we have those... You know, I remember it, that that I, I that was in 2011. So it, it was a while ago, but but I remember it because it was it's that's rare for something like that to happen. To have that many officers. Die in the line of duty in our area in that kind of time frame. Yeah, that you say that is a know, national story. Yeah, it was a national story in that, you know, the two officers uh, died in January and then three weeks later, David uh, Crawford passed away. And we hadn't had an officer die in the line of duty in over 30 years. Uh, like I said, I grew up in this area like when I was in high school or just getting into high school. Detective Herbert Sullivan, who was an undercover detective, was um, murdered during a uh, undercover deal, which happened right on 54th Avenue North by the interstate. So I remember always that tragedy cemented in my mind and then actually have to go through something like that myself. All those years later, um, it was just a, it was a horrible event. And, you know, so you want to talk about how all the officers got involved in this charity. So Law Enforcement United is a charity where all the money raised goes toward the families of fallen officers. So, that, you know, you want to give back, you want to do something when you have such a tragic event affect affect you and this that's kind of how i got involved in it and a lot of officers also got involved in it so we put together a team of officers to do this ride law enforcement united um we do a bicycle ride it's 250 miles during police memorial week 
And it starts in Chesapeake, Virginia. 250 miles. Yeah. Chesapeake, Virginia is the beginning start, and it takes three days. Okay. So the first day, we do over 100 miles, 110 miles. And then on the second and third day, we start hitting all the hills. And those are 80 to 70 miles those, those last two days. So each participant of Law Enforcement United has to raise a minimum of $1,500 to participate. So what we do as a team, we do this uh, concert event. We also do other events throughout the community that raise us money because um, it's difficult for us to just write a check for $1,500. Sure. So we come together as a team and try to raise money um, with with these events. And you, so you're going to be riding. I will. This will be my third year riding. Your third. So you've done this before. I, I have. It, it was. It was quite an. Experience. How was the first year? The first year, I didn't know what I was getting into. And, uh, Our booty um, has to be so sore after yeah. that first day. There's there's certain uh, salves and lotions that uh, you use <laughs> during this ride I didn't even realize existed. So now I'm pretty educated as to how to prepare for such a ride. So you do like 100 miles on the first day. Yes. And how, what, when does it start? Um, we start at like, you have to get up at like 4.30 in the morning and you're they call it pedals up, and we're usually pedals up somewhere around 6 a.m. 6 a.m., and then I'm assuming you take like a, a break here or there? Yeah, or? We, we ride at least um, you know, 20, 30 miles at a, at a time, and then we'll take breaks. And we have people that uh, volunteer to be support. They also raise money to help out and be support. And we have stops along the way where we um, get food and refreshment and any sort of medical needs or any repairs that are needed to the bicycles are taken care of it by these people that do the support. And we have people from our agency that also volunteer that haven't made the commitment to do the ride, such as myself, but they, uh, their heart's in the right place and they come out and do support too. And they, they'll prepare the food or whatever we need to be done at each stop. Let me ask you about, so law enforcement United, this is a national organization. Yeah, this is a national organization and, it, um, there's different chapters, but the main chapter is based out of Virginia and they have five different chapters. So there's different places in uh, the U United States where, Diff riders start from different places. We, they have one in New Jersey, Pennsylvania. They have a rough ride, which is uh, mountain bikes, and, uh, and a couple other spots where they, they start from. So overall, it's a national organization with different chapters, and it's uh, typically a th over a 1,000 officers that are involved in this. And during this ride, it's pretty amazing. On the third day, there's a point where all these different chapters come together and meet at a park, and then... On the third day, we usually ride into a national park and go through D.C. at some point where the police department shut down the roads, and it's a 1,000 strong officers riding in. That's got to be a uh, really cool thing to see. It, it, it I'm is, sure. It is amazing. And on that third day, we carry on our bicycles a flag, and the flag has a picture and a, and a watch date of, of an officer that was uh, – killed in the line of duty. Typically, it doesn't have to be an officer from that year. It could be an officer, any officer you want to pick, or it could be a random officer that's assigned to you. But the most moving part that takes place on the third day of this event is that when you ride into the final destination, whether it's a park or a, a memorial inside D.C., is that the family of fallen officers are all invited to attend the ceremony that happens at the end. And uh, many times they'll show up and you'll get to meet the family for the fallen officer that you rode for, which that actually happened to me two years ago. It was a very moving experience. And the Law Enforcement United, this organization helps out 
fallen officers all across the country, whether it's here in St. Pete in the Tampa Bay area or somewhere else? The, the main focus of Law Enforcement United is to donate money toward um, COPS programs. And, and COPS okay. is an acronym for um, Concerned for um, Police Survivors. Concern of Police Survivors, I believe. And So they're trying to help the families of... Yeah, it's a national program, Concerns of Police Survivors. And the, the main money goes toward COPS Kids Camp. It's a summer camp where... Any children of fallen officers can attend this um, week-long summer camp, and it's free of charge thanks to all the money that we've been able to raise over the years. Um, unfortunately, what's occurred in the last few years, the facility that we were originally um, cops had for this event is not no longer big enough because of all the tragedies and the, the amount of officers who've killed. So they, they actually have to go to a larger facility, of course, you know, that's going to take more money. So... That's why we're out here doing this is so we can raise money so the kids can go to this camp. There's also a COPS team. It's an outward bound experience for younger adults. And then there's counseling and there's also scholarships involved in this. And then there's a website called Officer Down Memorial Page. And we also support that. These are the charities that Law Enforcement United supports every year with the monies raised by these officers. And... How many years, do you know how many years this particular ride that you're going to be involved in has been going on? You've been doing it for three years. I'm assuming it's, it goes further back than that. Yeah, I don't know the date of the origin of Law Enforcement United, but I know the reason why they started Law Enforcement United is because there was another group doing this, and that group, they took sal- there were salary board positions and stuff like that. So some people didn't really have a good feeling about that. Although they're doing great work, they wanted all the money raised to go toward fallen officers' families. So Law Enforcement United kind of broke off from that group and started their own organization, and over the years has, has continued to grow. And um, I I know City of St. Petersburg Police Department officers have been involved with uh, Law Enforcement United over the last seven years. What about the surrounding areas? What about in Hillsborough County or any of the other counties and, and police departments in the Tampa Bay area? Are they involved as well, or is this mainly the St. Pete team? The last few years, um, Team St. Pete um, has kind of paired up with um, Team Manatee, and that is comprised of deputies from the Manatee County Sheriff's Department, Bradenton Police Department, and a few other agencies in the Manatee area. Um, they do their own thing and their own charities, um, but we've trained together. We um, communicate with each other, and when we all meet up in D.C., um, we spend time together and, and talk about the event and our experiences. So, And then in Tampa specifically, uh, Mike Roberts was a Tampa police officer. He was a canine handler, and he was murdered in the line of duty. And his his wife, Cindy Roberts, has been instrumental in, in doing stuff with cops. She's the local president of cops and um she also participates in the law enforcement united ride which is a wonderful thing and i want to bring up is that survivors participate in in this charity ride so if you're you're a survivor which means you're a family member of an officer who died in the line of duty so mixed in with all these officers who are doing this ride are doing um support are all these survivors it's just amazing to get to meet these people and find out how strong they are and listen to their story. Going back to Cindy, 
she does the, the the rough ride. She does the mountain bike ride. It's it's mm-hmm. it's pretty a little more tough. intense. Yes, she she is a she is a tough lady. Every year we wind up meeting up with her somewhere in D.C. And if it's at the end of the ride, the first time I met her, she was covered in mud from head to toe. It was pretty <laughs> impressive. Um, but she definitely. I talked to her last night, and she just wanted me to convey the fact that that what's so great about law enforcement united, what we're doing is that all the money is raised goes toward. Um, the families. No one takes a stipend. No one takes a, um, any sort of salary. So that, that's the big thing we hang our hat on that we're so proud of. You can find out more at Team St. Pete L-E-U dot com. That's Team St. Pete L-E-U dot com. Again, we're talking about Law Enforcement United and the uh, Road to Hope Benefit Concert. And in the studio with us, we have Sergeant Danny Barber, Don Peters, and Sarah Jacobs, our midday host at US 103.5. Uh, let me ask you this, Sergeant, when you're up there and you're doing the ride, you know, you're representing St. Pete and the Tampa Bay area. There are other departments from around the country who are joining in this ride. What is, is it competitive? No, it's not competitive. Um, Come on now. You don't want to, <laughs> I mean. Well, I would say there's some personalities out there that are very competitive. I I, uh, I work with a lieutenant who was super competitive and for whatever reason he's always right behind the marshal so the marshal <laughs> is the first person up front leading the ride and i think a few times um he's been told to get back behind the marshal but, um, me, it's all for a great cause yeah, yeah. but you know you want to represent st pete well yeah we, yeah we do represent them well and uh typically our team um tries to stay up front but it's it's a ride not a race <laughs> I, sure. I, I stay up front because at every stop um, nature calls and usually there's a huge line to get to the bathroom. Smart. I smart. like to jump off that bike and get to the bathroom first before a thousand sweaty other riders get in that bathroom because we don't know where we're stopping <laughs> at. Very strategic there. Yeah. When, when you all get together at the end of the ride, what is it like? What are the stories like? And tell us a little bit about that camaraderie I'm sure you feel with other officers who, who are doing the same thing that you're doing, riding for this important cause. It's amazing to meet these officers from all around the country. We all have our own stories. Like I have um, my stories from here in St. Pete dealing with the tragedies we've dealt in 2011. Did pretty Uh, much everybody who you talked to, they had heard about that particular situation from back in 2011? That that was national news back then, but they all have their own similar stories. Each each officer or survivor you talk to up there has dealt with a, a, a tragedy that you wouldn't wish upon anybody and how devastating it is. And it's just interesting to hear how they've dealt with it and what they've done and how far they've come. And sometimes a lot of departments look at these tragedies and they make changes for the better. So we all have similar stories and we share them and, uh, you know, it makes us all stronger as a group. And I'm sure the survivors who are there take comfort in the fact they see this, the support that's being shown um, through you guys doing what you're doing. And also I'm sure them getting together with other survivors is helpful as well. It is, and that's one of the big things So uh, COPS pushes is um, to get the families together, to get them counseling, and it's great to see them, the survivors up there, and, and to know that they have the ability to attend these COPS organizations to get whatever counseling they might need, and especially for the children. You know, that week of time, they, they are not... Um, the daughter, the son of when they're in the camp of somebody that had passed away. When they're in the camp, they are just a, a kid because they're right. all the same. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know, that they, when they're out in public, everybody knows that is a child of a fall an officer and they don't have to deal with it for that week don let me bring you in uh, tell us a little bit about this road to hope benefit concert so let me make sure i get this straight and everybody okay. else has this straight we have the the law enforcement united ride which is going to happen up in up in virginia and that's what uh the sergeant's going to be a part of and to support them and to make that happen so team st pete can ride we have this benefit we have concert lots of money to raise so um that ride actually happens in May, so I don't know if that has been brought up. So we, we have a little bit of time to get this money raised for them. Um, my husband's a St. Pete police officer, which is how I got involved in doing this. And a police officer came to me in 2012 and said, we're going to do this crazy bicycle ride. Okay. So we started putting together <laughs> fundraisers for it, and it's a lot of money. So um, I've been helping out every year since since then. Uh, this is going to be, yes, at Janus Live. They are amazing. They donate the venue for us, and so then we have wow. bands. We have... Everything that we do for this concert, and Janice is, Live. If it's a Janice Live, this is not like some small gathering. This is not this a is small a gathering. We had the entire facility, and they give us. They they say here, take it. What else do you need? And this is what the experience that I've had with putting these events together is. The community is just so generous. They're so willing to come together and help. This is how they feel they get to heal after an event like we had in 2011. This is their way to give back and support. And it's just it's never ending. It's, and what has the support been like over the years? Because oh my gosh. You would think that there would be great support, but you know, you I never can't know. even get to all the people that want to help. I, I'm not even That's kidding. Fantastic. All the people that want to help, it, it's 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 very moving. And out of tragedy comes an amazing beauty. Uh, we saw our community come together in a way that I don't think anybody could have ever imagined. It was so amazing. I mean, it's sad and heartbreaking, but even the families got to see that. The other officers got to see how the community really, really feels about them. You know, and you hear all these things on the news and whatever. That is not how St. Pete feels about or Tampa Bay in general feels about their their first responder community. They love them. And it is it shows every time we do something like this. The giving is it's just it's amazing. And when we ask somebody, you know, to to do something for this, like we ask restaurants to donate food for the event and so forth. It's never okay. Here is this. They say, how much more do you need? What else? Is there anything else I can do? And that's everybody that gets involved. And then we get to you know, to be involved with all these people. It's just, it is. It's truly amazing to see how wonderful St. Pete is. And like, step us through what people can expect if they go to the event. Uh, We're going to talk about the the music and all of that kind of stuff, but tell us a little bit about the people who attend the event. I mean, is this something where if people want to get to know their local law enforcement, yes. that this would be a good place to do it because yes. this has you know, become such an issue all across the country about the community getting to know their law enforcement and vice versa. This feels like one of those events where you can really make that happen. You know, you and that's so know. important for our community to feel like they can go up to police officers and that our, our police officers feel like it's a, it's a, it's a mutual right. um, relationship that is, I think, over the years been um, increasingly... It's been a growing relationship. Um, So, yes, there will be all the most of the guys that are doing this ride and girls that are doing the support, the ride. There are a lot of other officers that are there. Their families are there helping. We have so many people there helping out. You know, so, yes, you can come. You can meet 
officers. You can meet other people that are supporting. There are so many great community leaders that are there, you know, businesses, a lot of different people. Uh, it's a family event, so that's very important to know. Bring your kids. You know, everybody can come, enjoy, right. have fun, and um, we have just the regular open area that you come. You can hear your live music. We have special VIP areas, so there's a lot of different, you know, layers to it. And we have event pages where people can learn more about the specifics of the event. And and we know this is going to be a fantastic event. Again, the Road to Hope Benefit Concert, which is happening at Janice Live, downtown St. Pete, Saturday, February 17th. You can find out more if you go to TeamStPeteLEU.com on their events page. They have all the info uh, there. We, we know this is going to be a great event because you would not have somebody like Sarah Jacobs hosting it <laughs> if it wasn't a major You're event being in the community. You're a little too nice to me right now. <laughs> so, Sarah, how did you wind up getting involved in this? I actually met Don Peters and uh, her husband, Bobby, who she mentioned is a, a police officer with St. Pete, last year at another charity event that they were involved in. And um, you guys just made such an impression on me instantly. I mean, they're such awesome people. And Dawn won't say this about herself, but literally almost every day I see something on Facebook or on Instagram where she's doing something with the community, whether it's for first responders or veterans or something. I mean... That you guys are so involved with the community. So um, when they said, hey, Sarah, would you be interested in, in volunteering your time for this event? I didn't even have any information. I was like, yes! <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I'll do. I'll totally do it. So um, it's, it's going to be live local bands at Janice. Um, there's going to be food from restaurants, uh, downtown St. Pete and the surrounding area. Um, you know, you can come bring your family, have something to eat, get a drink, don't commit a crime. There's going to be a lot of cops there. <laughs> yes. That would be a bad idea. Um, but it just sounds like it's going to be such a fun time for the community coming to come together and and show our local law enforcement you know hey we we care about you guys and we're we're here to support you and your family so i think it'll be super fun and some of the music that people can expect i mean this would be your wheelhouse correct (laughs) sarah well the headlining artist is soul circus cowboys so anybody who's been to any like local band event around the tampa bay area i'm sure you guys have seen them play at some point um if you're into country if you're into southern rock if you're into a kind of a bluesy rock sound um i I think you're gonna dig it they're they're gonna be a fun time um uh, as well as uh, sofa city and dark horse gonna be down there playing and um you know you mentioned there's vip areas and Mm -hmm. food and all kinds of stuff going on um but just to come in they're asking for a ten dollar suggested donation all of that is going to these men and women that are embarking on this ride. Um, so, you know, your money is is going to a good cause and it's just something you can bring the family out to. I mean, who's not looking for family-friendly, inexpensive entertainment on a weekend exactly. when Saturday rolls around? So. And Janice Live is such a great, great venue. It's iconic. Yes. It's a great yes. venue. And let me ask you this. Let me go back to uh, Dawn for a moment. Uh, tell us a little bit about your experience with with like Sergeant Barber here and and the riders, the ones who are going to be doing the riding, uh, because obviously there's a commitment there on their part to this cause, and, and this wouldn't happen without them. You know, and I'm sure you know uh, all of them. So these these people. You know, Sarah can say what she wants about whatever a lot of times stuff that I that, do for the community. People, it doesn't end <laughs> whatever, well. I think no, this is no, no. End well, though. Whatever I do, you know, whatever my part <laughs> is that I play for putting together, you know, charity events or whatever. That's just these people do this incredible job every day. They go out every day and do this insane, crazy job in this insane, crazy world every day. They don't work forty-hour work weeks. They don't work eight to five. You know, they, you don't just... They hint. don't sit in comfy studios. No, they don't. They're out in the weather, they, you know, whatever. And they're leaving their families and they miss, you know, they miss things. They miss Christmas and Thanksgiving. Sure. And so they're doing this job for whatever reason, um, which I support. I could not do it, but they do it. 
And then on top of that, they're doing all this training that they have to do for the biking, the running, whatever it is, training they have to do outside of that during their outside of their normal 50-hour work week or 60-hour work week, whatever they work. So it's a huge commitment for them, and it shows just how much these people have meant to them. These people, these fallen officers have meant to them. And it, it's, you know, I saw how that affected these people. And it's it's something you just can't explain. I will never get it. I wasn't there. Right. You know. And it's been, I mean, all these years later, uh, for that still to impact the community in such a way, I think it really tells you something. Um, and it, it does. It, it, it Again, it just shows, it. it is so important for our officers to see how our community feels about them. They right. see this dirty side of life every day. But the majority of our community is amazing, supportive, and really cares about them. And this is a good way for our community to show them, hey, this is how we feel about you. I saw tears from officers last year that I didn't even know could cry <laughs> at this same event because they were so overwhelmed by the support from our community and the donations and so forth. How has the support been over the years? Has it has it increased? Has as yes. You know, have you seen more awareness about both the event and Law Enforcement United and the work that's being done? Yes, there are a couple annual events that we put on, and that's three to be exact. Those three events increase every single year. So I mean, that just shows us how it's growing and the support is it. It's not fading. It's not dwindling. Do you have goals set for this particular event thing, you know, numbers that you need to or want to reach or exceed from last year that you're, lo- I mean, you don't have to say, you well, know. always more than last year. Right. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> because we don't, <laughs> we don't ever want, when this happened in 2011, we never had any plan set in place for these, to support these three families. You know, we had three families all of a sudden in three weeks, we were out selling t-shirts in front of little storefronts and we had no plan in place. And now we have a way to support these families if something like this happens again. It's going to happen again, whether it's in St. Pete or in our surrounding communities. It's right. been happening. So now we can deliver something right away when they need us. And that's important. Yeah, it is. It, you know, the impact of it, you know, it seems like it's just yesterday that it happened. And then, and, you know, nationwide, whenever you hear of an officer falling in the line of duty, like just yesterday. The, and it's in, been a rough couple of years. Yeah, in Colorado recently. yesterday, they had an officer that was shot and killed during a, a foot pursuit. And then all those things bring back memories and they make remind us as to why we're doing this charity. So we can make sure the money is there for these families when they need it. So, you know, each year the goal is to raise money because the need seems to be growing and growing. You know, over the last few years, the number of deaths of officers in the line of duty has increased you know, and tragically, a lot of them are the result of uh, ambushes. So I, I hope to God we never need this charity, but the way things are going, we're going to continue to need it. And like I said, the need is growing. So we would love to have the community come out. The outpouring from the community last year was just overwhelming. It was amazing. And it was such a great event. Um, we got with Bob and, and Dawn to see, you know, if there was something else we could do to get people more involved and get more people out to this uh, concert because it's moving it's it's worthwhile and and the needs there and it always will be um so we really appreciate the time that you guys are taking to let us get this message out there and sergeant tell us about your experience at the event itself interacting with the community and and the people who show up to this event yeah all the team will be there and then we're encouraging other officers from St. Petersburg and the surrounding agencies to attend. And it's just, it's great to just talk to people on a one-on-one basis where you're just dealing with them at a, at a good time and, and you can have a nice dialogue and let them know how much you appreciate, 
you know, them coming out and, and supporting us. Do you find that people, especially recently in the last year or two, have been a little more curious about the job and, and about what you guys are doing? Oh, absolutely. It's now that the word's getting It could be almost the, informative uh, yeah. is basically what I'm saying. Like they get to hear a little bit from you. You can hear a little bit from them and it's a conversation. Yeah, it's a great conversation to have with the people that show up there because typically when you're at work and you come across somebody, sometimes it could be one, one of their darkest hours. It could be sure. just some sort of tragedy they're dealing with or, you know, and you're not dealing with people when sometimes when they're in the right state of mind. And it's just nice to get to deal with people on a normal one-to-one basis and to have a dialogue with them about what we do, what the job's about, and, you know, dispel any um, concerns that they might have about law enforcement in general. As we kind of wrap up, we have about uh, two and a half minutes left here. Uh, Sergeant, the, the ride's in May? That's uh, right. It, um, so- it's it's always in May, and, and it's always on the... Uh, the 10th, 11th, and 12th is when we're riding, and on the 12th is the last day when we ride in and meet the families. How how prepared are you right now? 50%, 60 <laughs> 70 where are we at training-wise? I'm, I'm getting there. I'm ramping it up. Um, <laughs> I do spin class all the time, and I'm waiting for this uh, weather to break, <laughs> and then I'll be out on the Pinellas Trail. Uh, you know, if you see me out there with a Law Enforcement United shirt on it, that's going to be myself or one of us out there training. That seems to be the best place to go. So that's where I'm out, and I usually do a 40 to 50 mile ride to get ready for this. So, and Don, uh, just you know, one more time, run down to the details of the concert that's coming up on uh, February 17th at Janice Live. Uh, basically, doors open at 1230. Uh, again, it's a $10 requested donation, minimum donation for the event. Uh, we will have bands lined up uh, starting at one o'clock, and then we will have. Um, it's uh, Duke Energy is our title sponsor, and um, we will have several sponsors. Um, Burt's Barracuda, Ted's Firearms. We've got um, uh, Sarah Jacobs is going to be there all day rocking it out with us. So it's just going to be fun. It's going to be good energy. And, um, you know, again, family event. Come join. Have fun. Hang out. Hopefully the weather's nice. And we'll be good. Well, we'll all have just an awesome day. And Sarah, final thoughts from you, the the host of this benefit concert. Uh, no pressure, right? No pressure. <laughs> no, I'm honestly really looking forward to it. You know, live music and local food and drinks and, and an opportunity for families to come together, get to know our community a little bit better, and obviously benefit a great cause. I, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Again, February 17th at Janice Live, downtown St. Pete. Um, there is a Facebook page if you want to look at that, uh, the Road to Hope Benefit concert. Uh, get a little more info and invite your friends. Share that Absolutely. invite. Absolutely. Share it. The Road to Hope Benefit Concert, benefiting Law Enforcement United. You can find out more as well. Uh, TeamStPeteLEU.com. And if you can't make it to the event for some reason, but you still want to help out, you can do that at that website, TeamStPeteLEU.com. Uh, one more time, the Road to Hope Benefit Concert. Make sure you check that out. Saturday, February 17th, Janice Live, downtown St. Pete. And that wraps up uh, this edition of Tampa Bay tomorrow. Thank you uh, very much to Sergeant Danny Barber, Don Peters, and of course, Sarah Jacobs, our midday host extraordinaire (laughs) at US 103.5, one of our Tampa iHeartRadio stations. Uh, We appreciate you listening. Thanks for being here and check back next week, same time, same place for a brand new episode. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.